Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. This is my top five Toy Story movies. I realize that Toy Story technically has five movies, right? If you include all four actual Toy Story movies, in addition to Lightyear. Uh, which is technically a movie within the Toy Story universe that existed at a time where Andy saw it and loved the Buzz Lightyear action figure, and that's why he received the Buzz Lightyear toy for Christmas in the movie, in the first movie. So, and I hadn't seen Lightyear yet. I had seen every single Toy Story movie in the theater. Uh, from Toy Story 1 all the way through Toy Story 4, and I thought it would be a great reason to dip in and watch the final, I don't know if it's the final, they may do other spin-off movies. I know there's a lot of, tons of spin-off like shows and, and short films and other things, uh, but of like the tentpole releases within the Toy Story universe, uh, good reason to check out Lightyear, which I did not get a chance to see in theaters, uh, and heard mixed things about. Uh, so I was excited to see what it was actually like, and uh, rank, rewatch, give me another reason to rewatch all the Toy Story movies, oh, which I enjoy. I love these movies, and it was a lot of fun to go back and visit them, and uh, was happy to finally watch Lightyear and see what that's all about. Uh, so Toy Story, for those who don't know, uh, started off as the first feature film completely computer-generated, completely computer-animated. It was a movie that I saw that when it came out, I thought I wanted to be, I thought I wanted to get into computer animation until I took an animation class and realized uh, the work that went into uh, animating things and was not my cup of tea. Uh, but was something, was an early inspiration, was the things like, when I grow up, I'm going to be a computer animator. Uh, have a lot of respect for the people that do. And Pixar is a, a f like a movie company that really, like, really showed the world what they were capable of, not only with the first Toy Story movie, uh, but with all the Toy Story franchise and with all of the films that they came out with. And... It's interesting to see the types of movies Pixar is releasing nowadays, which it feels like, kind of feels like once they were acquired by Disney, their quality kind of went downhill. And I don't know if that's just a coincidence. Uh, correlation is not necessarily causation, but uh, you could say similar things with... People could say similar things about other properties uh, that Disney has acquired, and maybe the consistency of those things has uh, had some issues. But regardless of that, let's get into Toy Story, uh, which is, it's a great franchise in general, and uh, some of these movies are just, are classics, I would say. But yeah, the Toy Story, and of course the idea of Toy Story is that the toys come alive, right? They Pixar well known for anthropomorph anthropomorphizing everything from toys to cars to planes and uh, soon to elements to emotions. They've done it all. 
uh, and uh, they they created this world where your toys come alive when you are away. Uh, and it introduced us to Woody, the cowboy. It introduced us to Buzz Lightyear, the spaceman. Uh, it introduced us to Andy, the, the kid that owned them. And it introduced us to, you know, the idea that there are many different types of lifestyles that you can live uh, within each movie kind of features these toys being introduced to a new life. It is a transition into a new life. Uh, there's always like some part of that new life is in some ways sold by a new character and realize that that new character in some ways is, is a villain, right? They always kind of come off as the nice pal and then there's a turn and uh, it's it's an interesting kind of uh, template that a lot of the Toy Story movies uh, dealt with. Obviously, the Randy Newman soundtrack, great. You Got a Friend in Me. Uh, the catchphrases, I Got a Snake in My Boot, To Infinity and Beyond. Uh, the first movie, so many of them. That's not flying. That's falling with style. Right? So many great quotes i mean just grew up regurgitating every line from these movies and uh it's it's really no different um and just kind of a great adventure with friends right friendship adventures uh so with all that said let's get into my top five toy story movies let's rank these toy story movies starting off with number five this is the movie that I, th I would assume most people could predict would be at number five because this movie in a lot of ways was not very well received. It was kind of perplexing for a lot of people, this movie. Uh, and that movie being the movie that inspired Andy to buy a Buzz Lightyear toy or to want a Buzz Lightyear toy, that movie coming in at number five is the most recent Lightyear. Uh, it's a movie that came out theatrically, the first movie uh, after the pandemic for Pixar to release theatrically. Uh, and it's I thought it was a fun adventure movie. Don't get me wrong. It is my least favorite Toy Story movie. This definitely does not have the, the heart and the joy associated with the Toy Story movies. Uh, and obviously, this is a movie that isn't necessarily in that universe. Uh, but is the movie that sp inspired the Buzz Lightyear toy, which is also kind of interesting how this is the movie that was the inspiration for a kid getting it. Uh, this movie, in a lot of ways, is Interstellar, which is my favorite movie by Christopher Nolan, right? I watched it, uh, I did a f top five of Christopher Nolan, and was kind of blown away in, I think, my rewatch of the movie. Didn't really like it as much the first time, but the second time blew me away. Masterpiece, right? And this movie is very much interstellar uh, from the time dilation aspect of it where uh, Buzz is trying to complete the mission, right? This, he has this obsession with completing the mission, and part of that mission requires him to develop a new kind of fuel, fuel because they crash-landed and they don't have the fuel to get to... to light speed or whatever so he's doing these testing and he's realizing that during these testing he's going into the future basically 
and what seems like a few hours for him is a few years for everybody else, which is an interesting kind of idea to have in a kid's film. Uh, but it's also kind of dark, right? Just as Interstellar is, like the, the idea that, that you are sacrificing yourself and sacrificing your attachment to people that you know in order to complete this mission that may or may not be worth it in the end. Kind of dark. Uh, it is a fun action movie. It changes the idea of Zerg from what we know from the Toy Story movies, which is interesting. Uh, but it is a fun action movie. I did enjoy it. it. It does make a lot of sense, I guess, for that character in some ways to be a toy. But in the same way, the fact that it's so much like Interstellar, I, I couldn't imagine like kids coming out of watching Interstellar and going like, I want that Matthew McConaughey toy based on that movie because that's very much what this is now there are kind of those fun disney characters that ragtag group that joins buzz lightyear in his attempt to kind of traverse this new future world that he's found himself in but i think it's like a little bit too little too late of the movie like a lot of it's very dark and very like i don't know i enjoyed it but in toy story movies I mean, this one, it's its tough because it's its based on, it's like a very weird meta version within the Toy Story world. So, coming in at number five, Lightyear. I'm glad I watched it, though. Uh, moving on to my fourth favorite Toy Story film. Now we're getting into the real deal, high caliber Toy Story movies where we are with all of the toys on their adventures and this one is, again, the newest in that grouping of Toy Story movies. Coming in number four is Toy Story 4, which I love all of these Toy Story movies. Don't get me wrong, but this one, it's like there's just levels of greatness. And this one is my, my, the least great out of the Toy Story movies. There's a lot of great stuff in this movie. I mean, I could see anybody choosing any of these films as their number one depending on the different aspects of the movies and what maybe they relate to in this movie it is very much a movie about uh woody and bo peep uh in like most toy story movies it is introducing the toys to a new type of lifestyle not only the life of toys within an antique shop but also the life of quote-unquote lost toys uh, where you're, they're kind of free and how they have this assumption that being a lost toy, if you don't belong to anybody, that you live a horrible life. And when he reunites with Bo Peep randomly at like a carnival, I think, or in a, they, maybe they were in the antique shop. I forget where exactly they, they reconnect, but they reconnect and, oh, it's like at a, at a playground and, He's completely like all of his all of Woody's assumptions are wrong. Bo Peep loves her freedom and loves being on her own. And uh, is, you know, a lot of it is Woody trying to let go of his past and let go of his friends. And a lot of it's like parenting. Right. Like the 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 Forky toy, which is a crazy idea that that this this trash is turned into a living sentient being by this kid like this kid's able to create life out of trash 
And uh, in a lot of ways, that is Woody's child that he feels like he's taking care of. And it's him letting go of that, letting go of letting letting his past move on and, and him going, setting off on a new journey with with Bo Peep. So I love all that it has the great uh, character, the dolly in the, the antique shop that is very similar to a lot of the antagonists in other Toy Story movies. Um, like she has the the uh, dummy henchmen, the uh, they just dummies, I guess. What they have a name for them? Ventriloquist dummy henchmen. Um, it's great. Obviously, you have the um, the motorcycle jumper guy, who's uh, played by Keanu Reeves. is great as well. Uh, Forky is a great character. Uh, all the toys are with their new owner, uh, Bonnie. You know, it's her going to kindergarten for the first time uh, and Woody trying to take care of her there and him trying to take care of anybody. And a lot of it's just Woody letting go, like just letting go and not being the person that needs to take care of all these people, uh, all these toys and, and his owner and all that stuff. Uh, so great movie. I absolutely loved it. A lot of fun, a great adventure, a lot of ac fun action. Um, but it's at number four. Right. There's other movies that that get at me a little bit more than that one. Uh, so, yeah, number four is Toy Story 4. Let's take a little break from the show to promote. I figured out a way on my website to offer prints for every single painting. So if you go to a painting, you can buy the original painting or you can buy a print for everything. Artwork that you don't want to spend $100 plus on 9 by 12 inch ink painting on paper. $100 for the original one of a kind piece of artwork. Paintings range in price depending on their size. The 8 by 10 print $20 available in the store at inspireddisorder.com and now let's get back to the show moving on to my third favorite toy story movie this one may surprise people i it probably would have surprised me before i rewatched all these movies uh, but coming in at number three is the og toy story uh, this one came out in 95 I was f this so this one came this was one of the Thanksgiving weekend movies. I was 14 about to turn 15 when I saw this in a movie theater. I'm like when I grow up, when I get out of high school, I want to be a a computer animator. And then I took a class in high school of, of animation class and I was like, "Nope. Do not like uh animation." Uh but it was a movie that changed everything. A movie that I watched a billion times growing up. I Every line of this movie, I mean, it has the nostalgia effect. It has the quotability, the classic songs from Randy Newman. Um, just so great. You know, this is where we're introduced to all the characters. This is where we're introduced to the world. Um, the animation and detail only got better from this one. So if anything doesn't hold up, it is those it, those aspects where, you know, it's... Is 95, man. So, so, like, it's crazy. It's crazy to see where it started and where it is now. And, uh, you know, I, I absolutely love it. It's, you know, catchphrases. You got Sid as the kind of the big bad guy. Um, you have the toys introducing Buzz to the new lifestyle in this one where he's realizing, realizing that he's not 
Buzz Lightyear, that he is a toy based on Buzz Lightyear, right? Based on this movie that's like Interstellar, uh, that for some reason Andy was super into. I mean, maybe Andy was just a cinephile, right? That would explain it, right? He was at a young age. He he appreciated a movie that really tried to do new things in the genre of sci-fi, right? And really tried to make uh, like grounded choices with how what would happen with somebody approaching the speed of light and how time dilation works. So if you were to conceive of Andy being like a little bit ahead of his time and appreciating cinema in that way, then I could see why he would also be, you know, and Woody is based on an old black and white cartoon way before his time. So it's like, you know, he was into the classics, man. You could tell. You could tell he's into the classics. And this is, you know, Buzz Lightyear getting acclimated to his new home and his new lifestyle. And uh, and Buzz trying to save him, you know. It's great. I, I love this movie, uh, but it's only at number three. Right? Some of the sequels kind of do, they go that next step, which I really appreciate. Uh, so number three is the original Toy Story. Moving on to my second favorite Toy Story film. Uh, this was a tough one. Like, I could easily... Like, there are some serious similarities between these two. Uh, they do kind of have their dark moments, both of these movies. Um, even the villain, very kind of similar types of villains uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, but coming in at number two, my second favorite Toy Story film is Toy Story 3. Uh, it has a great action open, uh, which is basically like a a realizing of the playtime from Toy Story 1 with one-eyed Bart, right? In Toy Story 1, you have the cardboard box and you see Andy or yeah, I see Andy playing with the toys. And the beginning of Toy Story 3 is a giant action set piece similar to Toy Story 2. Opens with this great action set piece where it's like, you know, you have one-eyed Bart, you have, you know, this crazy stuff happening, like a realization fleshing out of what that playtime was from Toy Story 1, which is kind of a great callback as well as really showing what you can do with the animation at this point. Um, this one came out in 2010. Uh, but great, you have Andy, 17. He's old. He's not playing with these toys anymore, you know, and it's time for him to go to college. He's getting ready to go to college. And these toys are potentially, some of them are going to be put in the attic. Some of them are going to be donated. And, of course, some are going to be thrown away, right? And as many of the Toy Story, it's like oh, these, these life transitions that happen in these movies. And in this one, it is like it is Andy leaving and what is going to happen with these toys that he no longer plays with. But obviously, they have a life of their own outside of Andy where they exist when he's not around, and what is that life going to be? Are they going to stay together? Uh, and they end up, through crazy events, ending up at a daycare, which even at the daycare, it's like, oh, like, oh it's going to be all these kids. It's like this, the grass is greener. It's this like, oasis. And then when they show up, it's horrible. They get bamboozled into going to the younger daycare side of the building, where they are abused and destroyed and eventually get locked up. It is like a prison escape movie. Uh, it gets dark in, in Toy Story 3. It gets dark, where they end up like 
they end up to escape. They end up in the dumpster. They end up getting taken to the dump. They are like moments away from being incinerated. Like there's this, this is just like dark, sad moment where they're all like, they all, they think they were able to show this villain what family and what caring is. And you think they were able to change his perspective and be on their side. And they think he's going to stop the, the conveyor belt before they get in the incinerator. And he doesn't right. It's, it's brutal. And they all go in and they're like, there's nothing left, right? These toys are all just going to be burned up in this incinerator. And they're like reaching out to hold hands as their last moments of life. Right. Just like, here we go. Like the last moments of the movie. Don't look up where it's like you could spend your life in different ways. And they're spending their last moments holding the hands of their loved ones. Let's like, let's just do this all together as we've done everything else. And of course, them getting scooped up by the claw, by the 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 little uh, alien toys from the uh, pizza place. Great great like salvation of like thank like yes they're they survived they didn't die but get, got very dark you know and uh i enjoy that i enjoy the dark i enjoy like the spanish buzz when he gets turned into the they change the language settings on buzz lightyear and he completely turns into a different type of buzz i love that uh and you know you get to see the new toys that are at these daycares and we're introduced to Bonnie, which is kind of how Toy Story 3, it's the passing of the torch where Andy gives all of his toys to, to Bonnie before he leaves for college. Um, and it's really sweet, right? It, it's really sweet, and uh, it's really dark and really sweet, and I, I really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. Um, but it's only at my number two. It's almost there. It's almost there. It's great. It's great. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's, it's heavy. For a kid's movie, it's heavy. But that's Pixar, man. They've lost some of their heft. They've lost their magic, I would say. Uh, and this one was like, man, so good. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up, $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members-only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced, hundreds of episodes, countless different podcasts you also get access to my personal blog a new blog comes out every week in addition to that you get my creative writing that i'm releasing you also get access to asking me anything 14 years of experience podcasting i've been creating art my entire life i've been using photoshop since middle school and you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else so those are the benefits for signing up for inspired disorder plus and now let's get back to the show uh, but coming in at number one my absolute favorite toy story movie is toy story 2 i mean it's the only one left but it 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 was at my number it was my fa it was the only toy story movie to make my favorite move thanksgiving release movies toy story 1 toy story 2 were both released on thanksgiving weekend as many disney movies are um you know, it's a great time of year. I remember I was working at the movie theater. This came out in 1999. 
another insane movie that came out in one of the uh, a year where so many insane movies came out. I remember going into the Toy Story 2 theater after the showing let out to go in with the cleaning crew to clean it up right before the next show starts. Going in and seeing a post-apocalyptic view of a movie theater just completely covered in popcorn, popcorn bags, soda cups, uh, candy wrappers, just demolished movie theater covered in the debris of just misguided, sugar-induced kid uh, degeneration and, and depravity, right? It was insane, the amount of trash bags we filled up with garbage to just mildly clean that theater before the next herd of wild children came in to destroy it insane we'll never forget we'll never forget what what children can what a a popular kids movie could do to a movie theater insane uh this one like the third one starts with a great action set piece but in this one it is the buds light your video game uh with t-rex playing and uh it's you know a great way to open these movies to really show off what the animation can do uh, you have Woody getting damaged, like he's getting a little bit older, he gets damaged, and it's, it's like the first time where they're not as popular with Andy. Has some like surreal horror moments with Woody as he thinks he's being discarded. Uh, instead of, you know, you have in Toy Story 4, you have the antique shop. In Toy Story 3, you have the daycare in Toy Story 2, in Toy Story 1, you have Sid's house. In Toy Story 2, you have Al's Toy Barn, right? And again, introduced to a new life experience, a new transition. You're getting beat up. You're getting worn. And he gets introduced to these toys that are collectibles, these toys that don't get to enjoy life in the toy world, uh, getting to find out that Woody has a show that he was based on, you know, like Buzz completely confused, thinking he's the Buzz Lightyear from the movie. Uh, Woody gets to see the the show, the black and white show that he was based on. And he gets to see the different characters that were part of that show. It's like he has like he's reunited with a family that he never knew he had. Right. And of course, you have that that old prospector guy, very similar to the teddy bear in Toy Story 3 where he has that turn where he's like ends up being the antagonist. You think it's Al from Al's Toy Barn, but it ends up being uh, the old prospector. You also get to see uh, the yard sale moment where Woody gets purchased by the or stolen by the uh, toy guy. You see toys out in the open where the toys are going to Al's Toy Barn to save Woody, so you get to see these toys out in the world kind of causing havoc, you know, crossing the street, hiding under the traffic cone is great. Uh, you have all of the toys when they get to the toy store, the Isle of Buzz Lightyear's. Uh, you get introduced to the Barbie character. All these new toys kind of get introduced in this movie. Uh, and Woody's Roundup is kind of the best thing. And, uh, you know, it you see that toys can be fixed. You have that one character from that, that Pixar short coming in as the toy fixer. He comes up and he re- rejuvenates Woody. You know, his arm is falling off and 
he's broken and he thinks he's going to be discarded. But then in this new life that he thinks is going to be great, right, he gets fixed. He has a family. But that new life that he thinks is great ends up being horrible, right? Same thing with, oh, we're going to go to the daycare. It's going to be great. Oh, no, this is horrible, right? Same thing with uh, kind of the opposites with uh, the other ones, with Sid and uh, the free toys. But, uh, yeah, just a great, great toy story. And also, I believe... The only Toy Story movie that has bloopers. The blooper reel at the end of Toy Story 2 is amazing, right? That they went and animated bloopers for this movie, right? They went above and beyond. They were like, oh, not only are, is the animation going to be, right, in, in four years, from 1995 to 1999, the animation went so much better but also, we're going to add in bloopers, right? Because that was popular in the 90s. You know, I think I really think that Jackie Chan revitalized the blooper reel in movies, you know, because that's a staple of Jackie Chan movies, and he was popular in the 90s. And you saw a lot of movies, especially comedies, have blooper reels. And it's it was great to see uh, an animated comedy have blooper reels. So fun. So much fun. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, this movie amps up everything. It, it's great. It, it's the toys trying to save Woody. It's Woody thinking that he's found this this new life that's going to be great and, and realizing it's not. And uh, just a great, a great movie. And it, it brings in new toys, fun toys into the mix that, uh, you know, everybody loved. And uh, they found you know they found that they can be fixed and they can be repaired and that that life can go on uh so it's got all of the different elements that i absolutely loved and uh it's a great movie that's why it's my number one toy story 2 so let me know uh i'll just i'll go over my list one more time how about that because that's what i do every episode so let's just do what i do every episode uh so let's go over my list one more time uh this is my top five toy story movies starting off with number five is lightyear number four is toy story four number three is the original toy story number two is toy story three and my favorite toy story movie ever is toy story two uh let me know how you would rank the toy story movies uh, hit me up in the comments or on social media. I would love to hear it. Um, yeah, it's just it's such a great it's such a great franchise and such a great universe. And you know Tom Hanks doing his best work. Tim Allen before he got a little controversial, just being a lot of fun. I just I loved every aspect of this these movies. I really loved and. Uh, I, th I think Toy Story 4 was a great end to the franchise itself. And I thought Lightyear was very interesting. I don't buy it, you know? I don't buy it as that's the movie that excited Andy to the point where, like, I didn't watch that movie. It's like, ooh, I, like, I could see people wanting the cat but not wanting Buzz or wanting any of the other characters, really, before Buzz Lightyear. Like, he didn't seem like the character people wanted to, would want to get. Uh, but it was still cool, still interesting, interesting to see Pixar do Interstellar. Um, but overall, Toy Story 2, by far my favorite. And uh, that's why it not only made 
uh, number one in this list, but I think it was number two in my Thanksgiving weekend movies, I believe. It was pretty high. But anyway, let me know how you'd rank them. I'd love to hear it. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.